everyone, and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we examine the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And if you hear weird noises in the background, that would be my dog who keeps insisting upon bringing a bone into the room directly, like, through the door of where we're recording. Yes. So I keep, we, I, I tried taking him back into the other room, and he just keeps bringing it into, bleh. Man, I'm struggling tonight. <laughs> he just keeps bringing it back into the dining room. So we're just, we've decided to just let him provide some Foley for you guys. Oh, and now he's sneezing. So, yeah. Yeah. It, imagine that there's a, a turn of the 20th century dog that's eating a bone. Yeah. While the newsies strike around him. Mm hmm. But we're not there yet. Not yet. They haven't started to strike. No. This minute is only minute 11. Correct. We have. Just Jack has just noticed less at the end of this minute. Correct. I have that this minute is from a Delancey brother saying you're as good as dead cowboy. Correct. I think that's Morris. I think it's Morris, but... Because Morris is the one that was like... Actually, it no, might Morris be... No, Morris is the one who said, I'll play with you tomorrow, cowboy. Right, so it's so probably, probably Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. Um, Oscar turns out to be more of the the second banana i guess in this minute yeah um which surprised me because we've already established morris as the idiot but he appears to be the like assistant manager like he's the one that's like right by wisel's side and like doing with must- morris with the mustache yeah is he he's the he's, i've we don't already see- forgot i watched this literally half an hour before you came, yeah. came over here and i've already forgotten which generic yeah. goon because he's like he's the one that like grabs yeah. the bars um but we don't see oscar in this minute weird i was picturing the pink shirt that oscar's yeah. wearing because yeah. morris is in a blue shirt right and oscar's in like the pinkish red right huh yeah i was picturing the pinkish. i don't know maybe it's because i kept going like trying to go back to look mm. at other things right and so i spent a lot of time hanging out with oscar in like pause land sure sure and can i please just get to a minute that is anywhere near where i'm trying to get to <laughs> land exactly um but yeah so i have that it's from you're as good as dead cowboy up through jack noticing less and somewhere in the ballpark of racetrack saying anything good this morning i have uh anything good this morning starting minute 12 so right i'm right around the same time i yeah. have uh 30 papes for crutchy is is my is my last line um, okay. Which is, which is said in the background okay. and, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, 30 papes for Crutchy, right as Jack is noticed, yeah. is like looking up and sees Les standing there like a fucking creeper. <laughs> like he's just standing there staring at him. Yes. Yes. He He's definitely awestruck. Yeah. Um, And he shows it he's in a, a very stalkery way. Yeah, he's about to get himself actually struck. He's if like, he doesn't quit creeping on somebody, someone's going to hit him. He's Jack's number one fan. Yeah. Yeah. He sure is. I was I was thinking as we were having this discussion about him being kind of stalkery, I'm like, he's like a freaking Stephen King kid. Yeah, he definitely is. But like one of the girls in the Hotel of the Shining, not sure. like one of the kids from It, who Come. are not stalkery. Come sell papes with us, Jack. God, I just got shivers. I well, hate it. Um, so my first note is about uh, the guy that plays Wiesel. Yeah, okay. Uh, his name is Michael Lerner. Okay. Uh his top three, he was in the uh, Stephen King, I think it's about the Revolutionary War. It's a movie called Barton Fink. Oh. He played a dude called John Lipnick. You may feel free to at me if Barton Fink isn't about the Revolutionary War, but I think it is. It's a Stephen King movie? Did I say Stephen King? I meant Stanley Kubrick. You definitely said Stephen King. Yep. Because sorry. I then thought to myself, we should probably we should probably tell anybody who didn't come to this movie. This movie. God, what is wrong with me? <laughs> we should probably tell anybody who didn't come to this podcast from Unabashedly Obsessed that, 
you and I are big Stephen King fans. Yeah. So we will probably bring up Stephen King a fair number of times during the course of Newsies Minute. Correct. Even though it's not actually relevant. Though Stanley Kubrick also directed The Shining, which was written by Stephen King. Yes, which is... Which is we've already talked about The Shining Day. So another Stanley Kubrick movie was Barton Fink. Okay. Um, I was trying... I was like, what short story was that based yeah. on? I've never heard of Barton Fink. <laughs> okay, so he was in that. Uh, he was in the 1998 Godzilla movie. Okay. He played Mayor Ebert. Okay. And he was Fulton, the publisher in Elf. Those are his top three. He was also Cher's dad in the TV version of Clueless. My next sentence of my notes, he was the dad in the Clueless TV show. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's that's the other thing I know him as. And I, I watched the Clueless TV show partly because I really like Clueless. Yes. But also because once I realized he was the dad, I was like, well, that's just a bonus reason to watch it. Exactly. Like how I watched Doogie Howser once I realized Max Casella was on it. Did you watch Doogie Howser? I tried. Fair. It was in, it was on like repeats and I yeah. would occasionally happen to catch it when UPN 20 was like, hey, how about some Doogie Howser? Right. Yeah. Doogie Howser was weird because there were adult nurses throwing themselves at this boy, which I, as a boy, was like, this seems great. Yeah. And as a man, I'm like... This seems illegal. Yeah. So so creepy. In in many, many, many ways. Yeah. Um, so uh, he was also in five episodes of Glee. Was he really? I didn't write down who he played, but he was in five episodes of Glee. Do you know, were they later seasons after I stopped watching? Because I feel like I would... I didn't write down. Huh. So I'm not sure. Um, my main note is that he played a, a character named Gantner in the pilot of MacGyver. So I was like... Who the fuck is Gantner? The original MacGyver? Correct. Not the weird reboot that didn't last very long. Correct. Okay. Um, but that lasted longer than I actually realized it did. Uh, I think it made it to like two or three seasons, which is Oh my God, really? I thought wild. it quit halfway through season one. I know I did. That's when you quit. Yeah. I assumed that... I made it through two episodes. You normally give things longer than most people do, so... Right, but I hold MacGyver in high regard. Sure. Um, so he was the guy... So um, MacGyver's main thing was there was MacGyver and his boss was Pete Thornton. Okay. He was a bald man who slowly got cataracts because the actor slowly got cataracts. Okay. So they they definitely, in later seasons, played off of, like, Pete can't see. He's okay. in danger. So bef in the pilot, though, um, Gantner was MacGyver's boss. And uh, the guy that played Pete Thornton, Dana Elkar, played a character named Andy Coulson. Who was not Pete Thornton, but was definitely the same actor. It was very, very strange. Weird. Um, so I wrote down what I wrote in my blog post on my MacGyver Mondays blog post from 2012. Okay. I wrote about the character of Gantner. Um, oh. Who is the guy that Michael Lerner who played uh, Wiesel. Just in, before you do that, just yeah. in case anyone can hear it. The other dog is now squeaking a squeak toy in the other room, and the one who was chewing the bone is now licking himself extremely loudly right behind James. So you guys are just getting a little taste of what it's like to live in my house. <laughs> it's very noisy and gross. Hey, Torg. Torg, stop. <laughs> I saw that out of the side of my eye, and it was really funny. He was like, nothing, nothing. <laughs> All right, so here's what I said on the blog post. Though, so it was the first post of my MacGyver Mondays blog posts because it was the pilot. Sure. Dated January 16th, 2012. Okay. Hmm, the guy that is giving MacGyver his orders isn't Pete Thornton. That's weird too. Oh, wait, there he is. There he is being Pete Thornton. He's right. not Mac's best buddy yet. And he's Andy Coulson and he smokes. Weird. Pilots are weird. My second note about Gantner is, LOL, 
uh, all caps, four, four exclamation points, this clown who Pete will replace just had to have aquifer and sodium hydroxide explained to him. So those are my notes about uh, Michael. You didn't recognize him. I, or I, if you did, you didn't write down that you recognized him. Exactly. So I didn't huh. recognize him as, I always thought that he was, uh, do you remember Beekman's World? I recognize the name. There was a cartoon called Beekman's World, like a comic strip. But then they turned it into like a Saturday morning, like UPN 20 science TV show. Okay. And there was a rat in it, a basically a guy in a big, like round rat costume. Like Chuck E. Cheese? Like Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, like the after, dude who walks around the Chuck E. Cheese right, party, but, not but the instead animatronic. Of, instead of like a, a plastic head, it's a, a, you can see his face. Oh. So it's like he has a hole in his face and he has like whiskers and stuff. Okay. Um, that is not Michael Lerner, even though I was positive, and it may be the weasel thing, but okay. I was positive it was Michael Lerner. Um, but I don't know who it was because Beekman's World was not in his IMDb credits. So. Weird. Yeah. Huh. Michael Lerner. Glee. <laughs> Clueless. <laughs> not a Stephen King movie called Barton Fink. And not Beekman's World. <laughs> but MacGyver. But MacGyver. Okay. So that's Mr. Weisel or Mr. Weasel, depending on if you're polite, like crutchy, or not polite, like literally, literally everyone, everyone else. else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although I, so one of my notes about Weasel is that he seems, and I feel like he goes hot and cold on this throughout the movie, but in this moment, he seems to have a little bit of a soft spot for some of these boys. Racetrack. Oh. He, I know. That is such an, and another note is once again, Max Casella is one of the best actors in this movie. Yes. So race, Jack comes up and he's kind of a jackass. <laughs> did you miss me, Weasel? Did you? Miss did, me? You? did you? And Weasel's <laughs> like, you know, just take your papers and go away. You annoy me. And then Racetrack comes up and he's like, hey, hey, Weasel, spot me 50 papes. Yeah. I got a hot tip on the fourth. You won't waste your money. <laughs> and Weasel's like, you sh- it's a sure thing? And Racetrack just goes, oh, yeah, not like last time. <laughs> and so Weasel, Weasel spots him 50 gives papes. him 50 papes. Yeah. And it's amazing. I, and yeah, and I'm sitting here watching this and I'm like, this is really sweet. Like, there's like a little bit of, I can see him considering himself sort of a father figure, but also he's kind of annoyed by most of these boys. Well, and like, so he's the Delancey brothers' uncle, because they definitely, when they go in, you can hear them inside saying, good morning, Uncle we- Uncle Wiesel. Okay. Um. So why would you call your uncle uncle last name? I do not know. That's that feels a great question. Weird. I mean like in my family we don't tend to call our aunts and uncles by anything other than just their first name. Right, okay. Um my kids call my aunt and uncle Aunt Christina and Uncle Phil. Mhm. That's cuz they heard that's what they've heard you call them. I guess yeah. even though I just call them Christina and Phil. Yeah. But yeah, like I've never called any of my aunts or uncles aunt or uncle right but certainly not like aunt boswell that's so strange you're right could it could it is be it, maybe not related and it's like a is it like an honorific yeah maybe that's so strange are you sure that they said uncle Wiseau and not uncle insert a first name here i mean i feel like i would have been like oh his first name such and such yeah and i'm pretty and sure I they're don't... like good morning uncle Wiseau. that's weird yeah. and they wouldn't have said uncle weasel because that that deflates the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think he thinks of himself as sort of a father figure, but also 
Am, am I old? Because I was like, God, these annoying sons of bitches. I don't know. Jack annoys me in this moment. Yeah. He's, well, it's because he's, he's not being, he's being, he's being a troll. He's literally right. being a troll. Cause, like, did you miss me, Weasel? Did you? Did you? Like, all right. We, we get it. You're a badass. Whatever. Yeah. Just calm down. Like, a lot of the time, Jack is charming. Yes. But this is one of the times where he thinks he's, like. Yes. Like, he thinks that. Everyone other than Weasel will be charmed by him. Right. And you know what? I feel I feel bad calling Wiesel Weasel. Yeah. Even though he's not the best guy, like there's Well, he's about to be a huge jag. Yeah, there's a lot of evidence later. Yeah. Both in the next few minutes and also at the end of the movie where he's kind of a dick. Yeah. But Well, he, yeah, he's definitely yeah. But I do feel like he has developed a rapport with some... Like, clearly he and Racetrack have a rapport. A thing, yeah. He seems to have a fondness for Crutchy. Because, I mean, come on, it's Crutchy. That's... It's like kicking a puppy if you don't... And he calls him Mr. Wiesel. He calls him Mr. Wiesel and doesn't appear to be doing it to be, like, mocking. Right. He appears to be genuinely like, hi, hi, Mr. Wiesel. Right. I think it's interesting... The number of papes that everyone gets. Yeah. Um, I didn't write them down, but so Racetrack gets 50. Jack, Jack gets, gets 100, 100. Crutchy gets 30. And David gets 20. N- yeah. Not yet, but. Yeah. So it's it's like a it's like a, a status. Yeah. It's so almost like J- a, a ranking of like how good of a newsie you are. Yeah. Jack has faith in himself to be able to sell 100 papers. Right. Racetrack Knows his limits. And he's getting it for free, even though... Right. 50's not... Like, 50's still a pretty ambitious number when the headline is Trolley Strike Drags On for Third Week. Crutchy... I mean, I feel like 30 seems like a lowball number. But he's already expressed doubts about himself earlier on about, like, people thinking he's a fake cripple. So, like, maybe the 30 reflects his... Maybe it's a a confidence thing, maybe. Because, like... Now, okay, so Racetrack gets half the number of papes as Jack, but he doesn't pay for them. Yet, anyway. Uh, yet. In, in theory, he will at some point right. pay Weisel back. And I think I think they pay off on this on this uh sure thing in the fourth at the end of this day. Yeah. I believe I recall. So that'll be in like two weeks from now. Yeah. But and then David gets twenty because he says the headline's crappy and he, you can't sell a crappy headline. Right. Which, again, it's more of a confidence thing because, as Jack explains to him later, headlines don't sell papes, newsies sell papes. Correct. But I still feel like, I don't, I mean, that's 20 papes for David to split between him and Wes. Less. Less. Yeah. Between him and Les. I want his name to be Wes, too. But, yeah, so, like, 20 split between two of you? Like, why are you even doing this job if you think all you can sell is 10? But that is not in this minute. That's not in this minute. Should we go ahead and... Get going to the next minute? Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, if you would like to find us on the internet, you can do so on Twitter. We are at Newsies Minute. And individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. And I think that's it. And that's it. So until next time. Come talk to us. (laughs) Yes, please come talk to us about this. Um, Until next time. Soak him for Crutchy. Crutchy. Love him. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.